It's time to sit back, relax, and listen to Conversations with Joan. Conversations with Joan will inspire, motivate, and empower you. Live your best life now. Listen, learn, think, and decide. And now, here's your host, Joan Herman. Welcome to Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life's Conversations with Joan. I'm Joan Herman. Thanks for tuning in. Conversations with Joan focuses on topics that are important to your life, from health and wellness to professional development to personal well-being. Changemakers join me to share their insights, tips, and strategies so you can thrive and live your best life now. Thank you for taking time for yourself, and thank you for letting us be a part of your life. Now, let's start talking. Many survivors feel like they've lost themselves to trauma, and it can seem impossible to find the upside of an experience that's so devastating. Today's guest, Madeline Popelka, understands the pain of trauma, having experienced it in her own life. She joins us to share the insight she gained that shifted her perspective, brought her comfort, reduced her shame, and helped her feel less alone. Madeline is the creator of Healing from PTSD, a healing community on Instagram. She's the author of the book, you're going to be okay. 16 lessons on healing after trauma. Welcome, Madeline. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Joan. So, Madeline, you've created a large community of people that support each other through healing. How did you get started doing this work? What happened to you that put you on this path? Yeah, so I went through several traumatic experiences throughout my life, beginning in my childhood, um, through my adulthood. But because they weren't that bad and it could have been worse, I buried my pain and just tried to move on. And about five years ago, it all caught up to me and I suffered from severe trauma symptoms that completely disrupted my life and made it impossible to work or sleep or do anything really other than cry and I was ultimately diagnosed with PTSD and I was ashamed of having PTSD. And because of that shame, I kept it a secret and I suffered in isolation and I was desperate to find a path toward healing. And I turned to books and a lot of other resources out there, but I didn't feel seen and didn't feel like my quote unquote small traumatic experiences were valid since most of the trauma discussed in books and on TV and other media that we see is often really intense and devastating. So once I started to heal and got to a certain point in my healing journey where I felt stable enough, I was inspired to share my story to help other survivors like me feel less alone and feel validated. So that's when I started healing from PTSD and the messaging just resonated with so many people out there because I think most people go through a traumatic experience, but a lot of people don't recognize that as trauma because it isn't the most intense or devastating experience out there. I think that's a wonderful point, Madeline, because you you said a a few times it could have been worse or it wasn't a a major trauma, but really what defines a major trauma? It, you know, it's true. We tend to look at 
someone who may have been sexually assaulted or, or lost a loved one. We think that those are the, the biggies, but really anything we experience can affect us in a traumatic way. Absolutely. And I'm really passionate about talking about how these quote unquote small traumatic experiences are still important. And, you know, everyone deserves to heal from them because they can impact survivors in major ways. Like in my experience, the series of traumatic experiences that I went through, even though they weren't that bad, compounded and led to severe PTSD. Um, so I think that, you know, we're, we're quick to invalidate and dismiss our pain and even other people's pain when they've gone through something that doesn't seem that bad, but trauma is deeply personal. And, um, I like to remind my community that no matter how small your trauma seems, like you still deserve to heal. And unless you put the time and effort into healing your wounds, that pain won't disappear on its own. When you experienced each of those different traumas and and you were kind of brushing them off as not being anything major, did you feel like you dealt with them at each time or did they just, you know, was it something you were just kind of pushing under the rug and, and trying to muddle through? It was, I kept on pushing it under the rug and I kept on avoiding. And I thought that, I thought that just, if I could just forget about what happened and move on, then I would be okay. Um, So, and I continued doing that. It it was just like my coping strategy to get through it all was just to ignore, ignore, ignore. Um, And then over the years, you know, my PTSD symptoms, they would show up in different ways. And then it got to a point when my body was like no more. And then, you know, a series of panic attacks um, changed everything to me and really drew attention to all the pain that I had been through that took a while to uncover through therapy because I'd suppressed it for so long. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. In addition to panic attacks, what were some of the other things you were experiencing? Yeah. Um, Severe anxiety, feeling really paranoid and unsafe no matter where I was, even in my own home. Um, Nightmares, although at the time I didn't know that I was having nightmares because I just wake up in a panic, in sweat drenched sheets, feeling really anxious. Um, Insomnia, I had a horrible time trying to fall asleep and um, I mean I'd go days without sleeping Um, depression and you know just changes in my mood just um, I feel like before my PTSD symptoms really came in in full force I held a more neutral point of view and then when all the other PTSD symptoms came it was like my world was limited to my suffering and everything was I I just saw everything from a negative point of view instead of something that was more natural and more accurate of what was happening in the world um, and also a big one for me was really low self-esteem which is what started in my childhood as a result of childhood trauma but then just continued um, 
continued to become damaged as I struggled with PTSD as well. And what's what's interesting, let's say something occurs when you're a teenager, we'll just use as a as an example. And then you know, you, you muddle through and you go on and you're living your life and you're not even thinking about that experience. And then all of these things start to happen, the anxiety, the nightmares, the insomnia, the depression. And you're saying to yourself, but everything is good in my life now. Why am I feeling these things? And without doing the right. work and going back to pinpoint what could be the source of the problem, you really can find yourself lost. Oh, absolutely. Um, because it was like, because sometimes these PTSD symptoms can be delayed. Like a lot of times, like, yes, people experience them right after following a traumatic event. And I certainly did as well. But for me, um, it, it, you know, the PTSD symptoms didn't come in full force until several months after, um, like one of the last traumatic experiences that I had been through again, like my, <laughs> my story is a little bit different where, um, you know, these experiences compounded on one another and the fears joined forces to haunt me, um, in my dreams and through flashbacks and everything. But, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, I was like, I don't understand why I'm feeling this way. Like when, my PTSD symptoms came in full force. I had just gotten married. I moved into a new house in a beautiful neighborhood. I was like, my life is good. Why, why are these panic attacks happening? Why am I so anxious? And then it wasn't until, you know, working through therapy and uncovering these traumatic experiences from my past and making those links that it all started to make sense. You mentioned earlier about feeling shame. Why do you think trauma survivors feel shame? Oh, I mean, so many, so many reasons. I mean, it could be the nature of the traumatic experience. So for me, as a survivor of childhood trauma, um, I thought that I, that Okay, so so I'm going to give a little bit of backstory. So, um, yeah, so um, my mom, she would do things to terrify me when I would misbehave. And while she never um, struck me physically, she would chase me around the house threatening to beat me. So I thought that that happened because I was a bad kid. And I thought that there was something wrong with me that caused her to treat me that way. So I felt shame for that reason. Um, So in a lot of people, a lot of survivors of abuse um, may be able to relate to that as well. Um, Or if there's something happened in their traumatic experience where they think that they caused it. So a lot of survivors of sexual assault get blamed for, you know, how much they were drinking or what they were wearing. So they think that they are to blame for what happened to them after when they are absolutely not. And, um, and that can lead to shame if they think that they're to blame for it because of something that they did. And then another layer of it is we like our society does have this association with struggling with your mental health with weakness so if a survivor is experiencing all of these traumatic experience or all of these trauma symptoms, 
they may think that they're weak for for experiencing them and not being able to quote unquote move on and get on with their lives. And that could be a source of shame as well. Yeah, I, I think that that's probably one of the most difficult parts of all of this is that we are so easily able to blame ourselves for everything that goes on in our lives. And and like you said, you know, if you lose a friend, you say to yourself, well, what did I do wrong to drive that person away? If you're sexually assaulted, you think I must have done something to bring this on. Um, using your story, you must have been a bad child for your mother to chase you around. And it's almost, you know, it's, it's difficult for us to accept that we may not have anything to do with it, that it's the other person. And so I think that that's probably one of the most difficult realizations to come to. Absolutely. And I mean, I've spent a lot of time thinking about it. And I think it's a really hard truth for us to sit with that we don't have control a lot of over a lot of the bad things that happen to us. A lot of the time, it's just you know, wrong place at the wrong time, or and it's kind of scary to live in a world like that and where you don't have control over everything in the actions of other people. So um, sometimes it's easier to, or in my case, it was easier to blame myself for some of the things that happened to me than to um, really sit with that truth that, um, you know, we can't we can't control everything that happens in the world that we live in. One of the things that I love that you believe is that a person in pain can become an improved version of him or herself. And I know that that was the case in my own life. I I went through, I started doing this work after six really intense months of my life where my marriage ended, my mom died, my sister died. And this occurred in in such a short period of time. And it really, you know, it it knocked me down. Um, And, I think that going through that, while I would never want to go through it again, I wouldn't choose to, I do believe that it changed the person that I have become. I am a better person. I'm doing work that fulfills me, that that I think helps so many other people. I would not be doing this had I not been through that. I, I don't think I'd be the strong person I am had I not gone through that. So I think that that really offers a lot of hope to people who are at their lowest point to really understand you can use this to enact change in your life that will make your life better. And, you know, somebody right now who's sitting there saying, I don't think so, just remember that we're saying this because it it is the truth. We've lived it. Yeah, absolutely. It's like trauma reroutes our lives and um, it can be absolutely devastating to lose yourself or loved ones and the life that you cherished before but healing can lead you to develop a better understanding of yourself it can lead you to purpose Um, and even though you've gone through a traumatic experience that doesn't mean that you can't live a fulfilling life after trauma. Madeline would you share a few of the key lessons from your book? Yeah so Um, Well, just an overview of the book for listeners. Um, This project was or is so personal to me, and it's the book that I needed to read on my healing journey when I didn't feel seen or supported. Um, And in it, I share the 16 lessons that I learned on my healing journey that I wish I learned sooner. 
and I share the insights that shifted my perspective and reduced my shame. And I really hope that it'll do the same for readers. And um, I want it to be a companion that a survivor can have to comfort them on their healing journey to help them feel less alone. Um, and I really hope that by sharing my story, it gives other trauma survivors hope um, and help them see that there is a path forward and that healing is possible. Um, and so there are 16 lessons. And if I were to pick one, one of them that is top of mind right now, um, I would say lesson number 11, which is hold space for the goodness. Because when you're dealing with trauma and you're struggling with symptoms, it can feel like your world is limited to your suffering. And trauma can trick you into thinking that good things in your life don't exist. Like there could be good things happening in your life. But when we're so consumed with our pain, it's hard to even acknowledge the good things in your life that do exist. Um, and you know, healing is just as much about letting yourself experience the good things as it is about working through your pain. So in that chapter, I share some tips on how to do that. And then another another favorite lesson would be your story isn't over. And it's it refers to what we were just talking about, about how, you know, after trauma, like, you may not be able to restore what your life was before going through those experiences because those experiences change us. Like we can't undo what we'd experience. Um, and it's really about, um, you know, reconnecting with yourself and redefining your values so you can create a more fulfilling life after trauma um, and for some, I believe that it may help them find a more joyful way of living as well. Madeline, if, if someone listening to us right now is experiencing some of the PTSD symptoms that you described, what do you advise that person do to begin the healing? Yeah, so number one, I would just want them to know that I know that the symptoms may be overwhelming and they certainly do not feel normal, but you are not damaged if you are experiencing these symptoms. There is nothing innately wrong with you. You are not weak. Um, it's just the way that our brain and body are trying to protect us from it happening again. Um, so, so don't, I, I, I hope that, um, I hope that understanding that would help them feel less ashamed. Um, and then also if you're feeling overwhelmed and you're struggling to get by each day, ask for support. I think a lot of people think that they need to heal alone, but connection helps us heal. Um, I isolated myself when I was diagnosed with PTSD and things felt incredibly heavy because I was going through it alone. But once I started letting my loved ones in on what was happening and once I got support with a therapist, things got a lot lighter. Um, so I just want to remind people that asking for help doesn't mean that you're weak or incompetent. Um, I actually think it's a strength to know 
to know your limitations and to know when you need support. Um, and then lastly, I just want them to know that healing is possible. Um, and there, you know, you may not get there how you imagine and healing looks different for everyone. And there are so many different paths you can take to heal, but, um, I hope that, I hope that they know that there is, there is a path forward. The book is You're Going to Be Okay, 16 Lessons on Healing After Trauma. If you'd like to learn more about Madeline and her work, you can visit MadelinePopelka.com. Madeline, in our final moments, would you tell us about your Instagram community? Yes. So the handle is at Healing from PTSD. And from the, and there I share a lot of you know, reminders to support trauma survivors. Um, I do polls with trauma survivors on there and share out our insights. And it's a place where you all can support each other in the comments. And um, and I hope that it helps you feel seen to seeing, you know, an account run by someone who has been through it as well. Madeline, thank you so much for joining us. You were doing such important work, and I'm so happy that you were here to share some of these lessons with us. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. I hope you found the show informative. At Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life, we believe that knowledge is power. Take what you've learned, apply it, and live your best life now. Remember that the information provided is the opinion of our guest and should never replace the advice of a professional who knows your personal situation. If you'd like more information, visit our website, cyacyl.com. That stands for Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life. While on our site, listen to past shows on demand, read the digital magazine, sign up for our mailing list, and be sure to follow the show on social media. Until next time, this is Joan Herman. Thanks for tuning in.